podcast episode contains commentary on Sean P. Diddy Combs as it was recorded before the recent allegations against him became public. If you or someone you know is a victim of abuse, go to hotline.org or contact 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Hey, uh, and welcome to Remember Music Videos. Each week, we'll chat about the music videos that we love from an album of one of our favorite artists. We'll talk about the good, the bad, and even some things in between. My name is Dio. My name is Crystal, and we will be your resident music video aficionados. We've done some research, so you don't have to. We'll share little tidbits, fun facts, and give you our perspective on how we think these videos not only impacted the culture, but what they mean to us personally. We're sharing our love for them and hope you love them too. And if you want to check out the music videos we're discussing this week, you can find them on our YouTube channel, playlist, and Facebook. And with that being said, let's get it cracking. What's up, Crystal? How you bees? Hey, hey, hey. What's happening? What a week. <laughs> I mean, we're getting cold days, warm days. It's insane up here in New York. Like, I don't know. It's... One day it's summer, one day it's winter, one day it's fall. It's all coming to an end. Yeah, gotta <laughs> love it. Same thing in, uh, in in Atlanta. It's like, you know, I'm turning the AC, turning on the heat. But you know what's really hot? What? This week's episode. <laughs> Listen, this week's episode is going to be a total win. <laughs> yes. <laughs> totally. What uh, what artists and album are we covering this week? In the vein of us staying true to our R&B hearts, our R&B slash hip hop hearts, we are going to be covering Total with their debut album called, wait for it, Total. What? I can't believe it. How did we come up with that? I, I don't know. Well, it's a great name for an album. But tell us a little bit about Total and the album. Total was a girl group from the 90s that consisted of Jakima Rayner, Keisha Spivey, and Pamela Long. Keisha and Kima met in high school. They were living out in Jersey. Did you know them? I did not know them. Did you see them on the streets? No, but they definitely repped Jersey hard. <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. Um, Keisha actually heard Kima singing a Mariah Carey song and was kind of like, oh, hey, I didn't know you could sing. She was like, yeah, totally. So they decided to join forces and become a group. Then they met a local producer who introduced them to Pam. And she was a little bit resistant at first because she was a solo artist. I didn't realize that she had aspirations to be a solo artist at that time. But eventually she kind of agreed and, you know, they have the rest, as they say, is a, is a bit of history. Eventually they got introduced to a woman named Kathy Dukes, who uh, eventually became their manager. And then she introduced them to uh, the head of Bad Boy Records. And they performed for him in an elevator at the Hit Factory, New York City. And you know, there you go. They were signed shortly after that. Fun fact about that, they were originally going to Uptown Records with Andre Harrell, but um, 
they were amongst the first to be signed to Bad Boy, along with the Notorious B.I.G. and uh, Craig Mack. Um, did you know that uh, the group's original name was Total Opposites? I did read that. Yes, I did, which is interesting. And I think they had that name because they kind of all were, were opposite. That's cool. But listen, Total is is shorter and sweeter. Just like you. <laughs> so just like you. Um, they made their first appearance singing the hook on the Notorious B.I.G.'s debut single, Juicy, which obviously was a friggin' classic. Yes. I love how that song, even if you, you know, are just born like today, you will, like, you'll know that song and you will, will, will vibe to it. You'll vibe to it. You'll rock to it. It's, it's very timeless. Fun fact about Total being included on the Juicy track. They actually happened to be in the studio with Biggie and were humming along and Biggie asked them to hop on the record. Um, but because, you know, management is different, you can't really just kind of hop on other tracks. There's, there's business that needs to, that needs to happen usually. So I think their, their management was just kind of like, whoa, 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 like, don't be doing that. But it kind of was their introduction to the public. And then after that, they also were featured on the, they were also featured, <laughs> they were also featured on the original version and the hip hop remix of Biggie's next single, One More Chance, which completely obliterated the airwaves being played constantly, both versions. Um, another, another classic. I love those songs. Those are great songs. Bad Boy knew their way around a track. They knew their way around a sample. Mm. Say what you will about sampling. It's still an art form. Like you and I, no disrespect to you. I'm speaking for me. Like I can't go into a studio and be like, oh, I like this song from 1979. Let me make it work for today and chop it and screw it and speed it up and slow it down and, and make it work. So that, that still is an, an art form. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Do it now. Okay. Can you do it? On, can you do it on command? Of course. <laughs> Easy. Pam also sung the chorus on Biggie's song hypnotize, although she was not officially credited. That's amazing. You know what? That feels right. Yeah. I could hear her sing that. Yep. So then, yeah, you know, they, you know, were able to kind of dip their toes into being on these features with the amazing, incredibly gifted rapper, Notorious B.I.G. So then, you know, that was kind of whetting our appetite for, you know, their debut album. And that was released on January 30th of 1996, which is crazy that that is almost 30 years ago. What? It's crazy. I have no, that can't be. <laughs> it's about 27 years old. Crazy. Ridiculous. Um, and it peaked at number 23 on the U.S. Billboard 200, and it reached the top five on the uh, U.S. top R&B and hip-hop albums. Of course they were, like, doing well on the charts, because can't you see how amazing they are? 
<laughs> Seamless. Absolutely. The first single of theirs was called Can't You See? And that was released on March 27th of 1996. Wow. It had a, a plethora of, of writers involved in the making of that. It had a woman by the name of Terry Robinson. I was not familiar with the duo Terry and Monica. Were you familiar with them? No. They had an album uh, and then... Terry eventually went to be a part of the group, The Girls. Do you remember The Girls? I don't. Yeah. I actually don't remember their name, but then when I went to see what songs they sang, I was like, I heard that track. I remember that track. So it was very, very weird. Oh, interesting. The Girls, um, I believe, sang background for, uh, for Albie Shore. So in any event, she was one of the writers of the of the song. Um, there were a few producers, one of which was Rashad Smith of the Hitmen. And I remember the Hitmen um, being big producers in the 90s. Chucky Thompson, big producer uh, on Bad Boy in the 90s. This contains a sample from James Brown's The Payback, which is a very heavily sampled song. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've heard it in... Um, and Vogue's My Loving Never Gonna Get It. It was in Massive Attacks Protection. Everything by Mary J. Blige. So it's been like in almost every song. EPMD, The Big Payback. Like, yeah. Yeah, totally. And and shout out to to James Brown for just kind of having such a, a canon that, um, you know, talk about timeless music. It was kind of timeless when he did it and then the 70s, 80s, 90s, people continue to sample and they still continue to uh, to sample and, you know, essentially introduce those records to a new generation. It reached number 13 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 and it made it to number three on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart um, and actually peaked at number 43 on the U.K. Singles chart. And... You know, as as this as we get deeper into this album, we will see how uh, we've got a song and then we've got a remix and then we've got an official video and then we've got a remix video. So this was no no different. The video for the original song was filmed on location at Bethesda Terrace in New York City's Central Park. Yeah. It's a great, uh, captivating backdrop for this edgy R&B video from Total. So the lower passage, the steps, and the Bethesda fountain set the stage for this late night affair. The video opens with a powerful statement, a quote that says, besides every bad boy, there's a bad girl, bad boy entertainment. Um, the Notorious B.I.G. and Diddy make appearances in the Grand Hall with flashing lights setting the mood. We see cars in the background, which of course is a symbol of status. And it's also a nod to New Jersey Drive since it's part of the soundtrack. The two are dressed in white. Have we entered the matrix? Cause Total emerges in sleek leather outfits, which reflect their personalities. Kima had a leather crop top showing her abs and leather pants and a bougie fur hat. Keisha had a sex kitten leather cat suit. Pam had a butch double breasted leather jacket and 
and pants. Both Keisha and Pam were rocking black Oakley type shades. The ladies start singing their parts of the song and they're bopping up and down to the beat. As the video unfolds, Toll moves to the flight of stone steps, showcasing their style and their talent. The Bethesda Fountain becomes the central location with Biggie behind the group and four four-foot cherubs representing temperance, purity, health, and peace, and they're all on the same level. Now, who do you think embodies those virtues? Like, I feel like maybe they're the opposite of those virtues. <laughs> so um, <laughs> on the higher section, Diddy is hanging out with the winged female angel above everybody else. It's a pretty vibey video, right? Like, sorry, we see the ladies as R&B singers, but there's such street cred with them. What are your thoughts on the music video? It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, they've got that hip hop edge. It's definitely something you would hear being blasted from a Jeep. You would definitely hear it in the, um, yeah. in the streets. They made it for the, uh, for the youngins. And uh, I appreciate that. They just kind of are, are, are oozing like, I am on Bad Boy Records and Biggie Smalls is on this track with us. And um, we're just gonna gonna dance around and <laughs> you can't you can't touch us. It's a harder look and vibe for R and B, right? Like cause when we think of R and B artists or R and B girl groups, you know, we think, you know, girly or like, you know, uh, talking about romance and love. And I mean, they do talk about that, but there's an edge to it. There, it's like it's street. There, it's uh, it's tougher. Oh yeah. Which um, I think at the time was more yeah. respectable, right? Like you had to be tough. Um, yeah. No, definitely yeah. get that. <laughs> get that edge. They were being ushered into the R and B scene with this track, but also. This was kind of the beginning R&B songs that were created with the streets in mind. And we see that in the remixes with, you know, SWV, in the remixes with, it's not just straight R&B, it's an R&B and hip hop collaboration. And that's, that was such a huge part of the 90s. Yeah. Hip hop R&B. That's what it was. Hip hop and R&B. Yeah. Bad Boy was very instrumental in kind of making that a huge part of the genre. So so what did you think about the remix video? I love the remix video. I mean, I I think the original is a classic and it is, you know, everyone loves this one, but I think people forget about the remix and that's kind of why I like it. Yeah. The music video starts with Diddy playing basketball. Um, I believe basketball is like a sport of some kind. And uh, what you know about that? I don't. You never saw a basketball in your life. Basketball? Have you ever touched a basketball? Have you ever actually held one in your hands? I have, yeah. Yeah. Oh. In the high school. Okay. Yeah. How was that for you? I remember when they handed me the rock and <laughs> they're like, they're like, he doesn't know what he's going to do with that. And I shot it from the three point line and it went in. Are you shitting me? I'm not. Everyone got quiet. Ah. Uh <laughs> And that was it. Oh, wow. And I was like, I'm never doing that again because. Uh... <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it was straight out of a movie and um, I felt vindicated. 
Uh, Chris Webber slam, slam dunks on Diddy and says, boy, can't you see? Because they're in the video for Can't You See. Do you see what he did there? I see what he did there. Yeah. Clever, I tell you. <laughs> wow. I mean, has he been like doing our segues? I don't know. <laughs> Did we go to the Chris Webber school of segues? <laughs> Perhaps. Possibly. <laughs> so we hear thunder and then Keisha says, you just don't know what I do to you, which is the opposite of the original where she says, you just don't know what you do to me. Which mm-hmm. I thought clever because this is the remix. Yeah. Keith Murray kicks off the remix video rapping in front of a car while Redman sits on top of it. Um, and it's gritty, high energy hip hop. You know, like you get amped. Mm-hmm. Total makes a more casual yet stylish appearance. Pam is sitting on a basketball hoop and Kima and Keisha are hanging behind the backboard as the scenes transition uh, back to Keith. This is all happening while light is flashing like lightning, as in the original. The majority of the video takes place on a basketball court where the girls are bopping in their blue Carl Hart overalls, delivering their vocals with swag. They all have version of overalls. Keisha has overalls with shorts. Pam has overalls with a white tank top. And Kima has overalls that are showing her abs. So are they overalls? <laughs> um, amazing. Um, okay, it's gay history time class. Uh oh. Did you notice that Pam had a blue handkerchief uh, wrapped around her left arm? I did. Okay. So who in class knows what blue means in hanky code? We cover this. Um, it means that you're sad. No. <laughs> uh well maybe. Um, it means uh anal sex. Wow. <laughs> we saw it with uh Tupac on uh, salt and pepper. What a man. Got it. Okay. All right, moving on. (laughs) The word remix flashes across the screen, emphasizing that this, in fact, is a remix. We hear as if someone's dialing a telephone, and we hear a woman requesting to hear the total remix. We also see the text saying, caller on the line, just so there's no doubt someone wants to hear this remix. We actually hear the dialing and we hear the request twice, which I feel like is a bit excessive. Uh, the remix video continues to highlight the group's style and reinforces street credibility. Um, it's kind of different from the original video because they're all in leather and here they're more like, like I said, they have their overalls. But yeah, still like street cred. I like the remix because it uses the same songs, but it uses different melodies and different ways of tackling, you know, how to say those lines, mm-hmm. which is familiar, but different, which is amazing. What was really great about a Bad Boy remix was that you could have a remix that had a completely different lyric or the same lyric, but done differently. So it's like, you're getting more bang for your buck. So it's like you have one song, but then you have a remix, which traditionally remixes usually just use the same vocal track and they just kind of change up, up the movies or maybe they, they throw a rap on it. But this was like, not only having, you know, Keith Mary hop on the track, which is 
incredible street cred, especially for that time. And you're changing the melody. So it's like you're getting a, a, a brand new take on the song. And in addition to that, you're getting two different videos. Yeah. So you're just feeling like, wow, is there no end to this? What else? What else can they do? What else can we can we hear from them? Yeah. And again, we've mentioned this before. It's like they are, you know, they're friends with Keith Murray now. And Redman. Redman and Keith Murray are besties. And Redman. <laughs> so, you know, we've got we've got these artists just, you know, all hanging out. But there's a basketball game happening. They know Chris Webber somehow. So we've got the intersection of the rap world meeting the sports world. Crazy. No one else could have been on this track to make it even better. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? We did have the second release from this total album, No One Else, which featured the brat. And number 22 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number four on the Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. It contained a sample from the track South Bronx by Boogie Down Productions, which has definitely been a heavily sampled track in the hip hop world for sure. Yes. I think you mentioned last time, last episode, it was on the, on the uh, J-Lo, Jenny from the Block song. That's right. <laughs> and again, this, you know, was another Bad Boy special in that it had multiple versions and multiple videos. Yep. The first original music video starts with a lower 360 shot of the ladies all wearing white with what seems like a green tent over them. This is before those 360, uh, you know, selfie shots that we see in parties and stuff <laughs> um so it kind of it's quintessential hip-hop music video so the theme of this video is basically color and textures there's a scene where they're all in leather which the color story is black and red uh with a red backdrop another scene is silks and furs and the color of our cream mm-hmm. with i believe a butterfly wallpaper and then the third scene, there's a white backdrop and black silk outfits. Um, here we see Pam in a double-breasted suit with a tie. And I remember thinking, I want to rock that look. <laughs> and I think each scene um, is covering their personalities, right? So the red and black leather scene is representing Keisha because she's like a sex kitten. The silks and furs that are cream um, that's Kima and the suits, the like the white background with uh, with the silk suits. Um, it's definitely Pam. So then the brat joins and she's doing her rhymes while walking around a white Mercedes that the ladies are lounging on while they're using the 360 shot. So it's really dynamic and really edgy. And I noticed the ring lights and sunglasses. And I think this is before people really knew they had access to ring lights. Um, 
before Mariah Carey um, invented the ring light. <laughs> um, one thing about this music video that I want to highlight was Pam's neck. Pam's neck was really thick. And I was like, I wish I had her neck. And she had like a, a chain around it. Um, she was definitely in shape and um, it was aspirational for me. Oh, you wanted a thick neck like Pam? Yeah. Okay. I'm not judging here. Sure sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what did you think about the music video? Real quick though. Shout out to the brat for making it for making it on the RMV podcast for this might be her like fourth appearance. She's definitely been been featured um a few times. I think in the Escape episode we talked about her, Mariah for sure with the remix, uh, Missy. And now, so yeah, shout out to her. She might be, um, she's definitely in, in the running for a person who, who gets talked about um, the most on this podcast. I think she's beating MC Light. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Black women, because we love them. We love them. Yeah, so uh, back to the video. Pretty straightforward. I like what you um, what you brought out about their, their personalities being represented in these different shots. Um, this was a Hype Williams directed video. So we could tell with like the vibrant colors. He, it wasn't quite like, you know, something that he'd done with, you know, Missy Elliott, for instance. But this is basically like really reflecting their personalities, which is singing and having that, that edge, just kind of vibing. Yeah, definitely different from the remix. Yes. The video is a shot in black and white, and we see a cast of villains surrounding a table planning a heist. Mm -hmm. The cast includes Biggie, the Brat, the Ladies of Total, and Foxy Brown. Then there's a cut of shots of Diddy with Little Kim and Pam, then the Brat and Kima. Diddy's mouthing something into the camera, but we have no idea what he's saying, and we really don't care. <laughs> um, but back to the heist planning session. Foxy starts us out with the verse and i love how this song starts because there's the line where she's laying up with them colombians oh fuck no and as a colombian i felt seen <laughs> she's not laying up with us because she said fuck no but she acknowledged we exist yeah and that is street cred yeah so you know you know you know foxy brown that's what it sounds like. That's what I'm hearing. No, because she's not laying up with us. <laughs> but you but you know her enough for her to know and tell people. So you've had to have met because now she knows that she doesn't want to deal with you. Right. Because I hung out with Total in Jersey. So. <laughs> exactly. Totally. Hung out with Total and in Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> not, but I wish I did. Um <laughs> <laughs> so we see the crew using coins to mark who everyone is in the heist. And there's even a toy car that they use as a getaway car. I thought, adorable. Next, we see a black Mercedes roll up at the Central Savings Bank building, which is on 2112 Broadway. And some of the ladies walk in. Next up, we have Lil' Kim telling us about what people tell her about her style. She's in a white background, all in black, 
with Biggie behind her. Street cred. <laughs> Not to say that she didn't she needed street cred because she had it already. While this is happening, we see the interior of the bank and Pam walks up to the teller. She hands her some money and a letter that reads, This is a bank robbery. Don't panic. Guess what the teller does? The total opposite of what she's been told. She panics. <laughs> she panics and puts her hands up. We then see the brat open a silver case with explosives at the middle desks, and everyone throws themselves on the floor. Pam jumps over the teller window. Little Kim is yelling instructions with a bomb detonator in hand. Then the brat starts her verse. We see cash flying in the air, piles of cash being stuffed into bags, and the ladies of Total leaves the vault with cases of money. Then all of a sudden, the ladies casually walk out of the bank into the Mercedes getaway car. Did you notice that Biggie and Foxy were not at the robbery? Maybe they were just part of the planning process? Oh, maybe. They said, listen, if, if, if shit goes south, my name is Bennett and I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved this remix. It highlighted all these female rappers and still highlighted Total. Um, yeah, street cred, amazing, uh, no notes. Yeah. Um, and again, we get a um, we get a remix that's just different enough from the original version, but but edgier. We got the brat, we got Foxy Brown, we got Lil Kim, and I also read that this was, I believe, the only video where Foxy and Lil Kim um, appeared together because I think at this time. They were still friends. Um, they didn't have a falling out until until later until later on. And whatever, I don't know the details of this falling out. Whether it's you know legitimate or just you know because they're two female rappers that were out at the same time and they were kind of pitted against each other. But I thought it was interesting that it's just kind of like yeah, this this is an all women song, um, and. Yeah, everybody everybody hopped on it, and it was just kind of like a groove, again, for the streets. Can I tell you, I would get so excited when each lady started their verse. Yeah. Like, those opening verses, uh, I don't know. It just it gets you so amped because yeah. you're like, who's who's on deck? Who's next? And how they, like, how they start their verse is impressive, each of them. Yeah. Totally ag agreed. And it kind of reminded me of Brandy's I Want to Be Down, the remix. Mm -hmm. You had Brandy singing and then you had the different rappers coming in, hopping on. And it was just like such, such a vibe. And it, like, the videos kind of were similar. Um, maybe not this remix one, but just in the instance of them just purely kind of rapping and then, you know, Brandy singing. But again, like this, this edgier R&B with a hip hop topper. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's something about hip hop acknowledging these heist movies, bank robbery. It's, it's, it's like you're rooting for the villain. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's street credibility with that. Like beating the system. Yeah. <laughs> In a bank robbery, I think nine out of 10 times we're rooting for of course, because it's close to impossible to do a successful bank robbery. 
at least for me. <laughs> Listen, it, it has been done, but I think that it's few and far. <clears throat> but that is such a, you know, they, you know, they went from that song, uh, that remix video, and kind of did something a little bit different with their next single, which was Kissing You. That was a song that was written and produced by Raphael Sadiq. It was number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number six on the top R&B hip hop songs chart. Um, it did have a video um, that was directed by Joseph Kahn. We've seen him before with Aaliyah's If Your Girl Only Knew. Um, and he also directed Lady Gaga's Love Game. Um, so listen, he's on the list too of people who we've seen uh, multiple times on this uh, this year podcast. Oh, we'll see more of them in the future. <laughs> yes. And surprise, surprise, there was only one video. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> there was a um, there was one video, but there was a remix um, to the song as well. Right, I remember the remix too, and I liked it too. The video for the original music video starts with the total ladies gracing the rooftop in a noir elegance, draped in black as usual, with sepia tones. I love a sepia tone. Oh. <laughs> Sepia, what? Um, meanwhile, photographers capture the drama of a crime scene below, focusing on a lifeless body submerged in a pool marked with the police line tape. As the ladies perform on the rooftop, Kima strums a silver guitar, harmonizing with the industrial fans that are in the background. The scenes transition seamlessly between their sultry performance and the unfolding mystery below. While the girls are singing, we see Kima is wearing a distinctive leopard print bucket hat, which I thought ridiculous or fabulous. You tell me. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with somewhere in the middle. Yes. <laughs> it was striking because they're known for their black outfits and it was really shocking. <laughs> the drowned man seemed lifeless and then he starts moving and swims then we cut to him coming out of the ocean against the backdrop and the sepia tones uh, we see the man in a rain-soaked cityscape uh, which is feels very 40s and 50s mm -hmm. we see men walking in the streets that are dressed similarly as well um, the ladies of total have their umbrellas and they're singing into the camera the man's looking around and he sees he seems lost because it's raining. Then all of a sudden he's dry and we see leaves blowing around him. The man has his shirt open and the wind is blowing, revealing his amazing body. Out of nowhere, the man comes out of a window of a building onto a fire escape and starts climbing up. He gets to the rooftop and doves fly by. On the roof, he meets with Keisha, who's in white and wearing sunglasses. They kiss. All the while, leaves are blowing everywhere around them. We have another graphical transition when the man takes his hat off and covers the camera and then removes it, and then he's at the beach. Back at the crime scene, he swims out of the pool. 
the photographers and police detectives don't seem to see him. I'm assuming that it's his spirit that's swimming out of the pool because everyone's still staring at the body. The video ends with the man walking into the ocean. It's really surreal. Um, I said very old Hollywood. Very angels in America. Mm. What are your thoughts? Um, honestly, I don't remember this video when it came out. So when I watched it on the rewatch, I was like, what? <laughs> Definitely remember the song, but don't remember the video. But this was something a little bit more, obviously more, more high concept for them. Um, right. She kissed the dude at the end. It, it seemed like, you know, she's she's dealing with the same dude, but in different dimensions. They they looked great. <laughs> they they were doing their little dancing moves, their little bad boy moves, which they kind of that was kind of their brand, especially Pam. Like she lo- they loved that 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 move that was like the bad boy, the bad boy move. And yeah, and and this was a, a different sound for them. It was definitely for the streets, but it was also, you know, more, um, it, it was a mature song as well. So they were kind of like able to to straddle that. Like you could easily hear this on just kind of like an R&B station that wasn't, you know, specializing in like R&B and hip hop. So, so almost a crossover type of song for them. Yeah, it was softer. It was definitely softer. Definitely more, more mellow. I do remember this music video and... What stands out in my memory was Kima doing a really poor job of acting like she was strumming that guitar. Yes. <laughs> I remember that really scarred me as a as a teen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, like, come on. Like or like maybe they didn't tell her. Fair enough. Maybe they didn't tell her that she was gonna do it, but in my mind, if I knew I was going to shoot a music video and they told me that I was going to act like I was playing the guitar, I'd say, show me the chords and let me try to learn at least these three chords. Like, I don't think there are a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, try harder. Try a little bit harder. Yeah. Yeah. Or just, you know, at, at minimum, kind of move with the, they don't have to be the right chords, but just move the fingers with the, the sound of the chord. As opposed to just kind of like, you know, dead fish strum, a dead fish strum. Because <laughs> it's kind of like, we don't believe you. And listen, for all we know, they told her to do that. And she was like, but I don't know what I'm doing. And then she just said, just do it anyway. It's provocative. Said, do it. But it's, it's just, just do it anyway. Don't worry about it. Shut up. <laughs> don't ask me questions. Shut up and do it. Shut up and pretend to play. <laughs> One more. <laughs> Shut up and... Play strum that guitar. Well, you know, I guess they don't think about us when they make those music videos. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, that leads us to our final single, which was called Do You Think About Us? Oh. That was another Raphael Sadiq special, if you will. And you can really hear him on the background vocals, which I like because he has such a unique voice. I mean, Raphael Sadiq, come on. And this makes me realize why I like 
these songs so much because we all love Raphael Sadiq, mm-hmm. Tony, 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 and all the projects he's worked on, Lucy Pearl. So great collaboration. Yeah. And I don't recall seeing a music video for this one. Do you? You know, I, well, I was looking up the music video. I could not find one. I found one where they did have clips of it, but in reverse. Mm. And when I was looking at those clips that were in reverse, it did spark memories. Uh, There was a video where Kima, her daughter was scared of the thunderstorm and Kima's spirit um, appears to her to like comfort her during the the storm. Keisha has a love interest and her spirit comes and visits him while he's missing her, I guess. And Pam is staring at her homegirls that are having a good time without her and she misses them and her spirit appears and then disappears. So think ghosts or like the sixth sense. Mm. But that's kind of what I, I remember. But in this music video, they were a little more dolled up than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember thinking uh, Pam looked, she was in blue and she had makeup on that. I was I was like, she looks great. Not that she didn't look great before, but it was a different look for her. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> I, I felt like there was a video, but I just could not find it and I couldn't remember it at all. Um, and I wonder why that's that's the case the listeners if you have that music video please email it to us and we'll be sure to include it in our youtube playlist and also on the tiktoks absolutely and kima keisha pan if you're listening let us know how it was behind the scenes of that music video tell us everything tell us everything yeah so you know total came on the scene and really made a big impact on the R&B and hip hop scene. Say what you want about them and their skill or vocal prowess, but they definitely were a huge part of the culture. They gave us bops. Still, when I was re-listening to these songs, I had kind of forgotten about a few of them and I was like, oh, Yes, total. Absolutely. So, you know, I don't think you can have the conversation without talking about um, about total and what they contributed to the uh, the R&B and hip hop um, genre. Right. And I hope the younger generation are aware of total. I know that Pam was part of BET Presents The Encore. That reality TV series where um, former R&B girl group members uh, try to form a super group. It was really good. So now apparently Pam is a pastor. So Pastor Pam says she doesn't drink and she didn't want people to think that she dates women because she used to date women. And God delivered her. Oh, won't he do it? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I would love to learn about her journey. Pam, please talk to us. If you're if you're listening, we would love to um talk to you about maybe not. Talk to you about how you came to that uh conclusion. Listen, we know that many many an R and B artists after they've kind of 
had time away from the industry, they they turn to a, a higher power. So yeah, please come talk to us. Okay. Talk to us about many a tale of you at Pride in New York City. <laughs> and women on women uh, scenarios. Yeah. All for it. Right. right. <laughs> Which we know you likely don't participate in anymore, but you know, do you miss them? I don't know. We want to know. Yeah. Or maybe you don't, and that's okay, but you know, just have a conversation. Just want to talk about it. So we've come to the part of the show that we call, so what are you listening to? We each have 30 seconds to a millennia to go over a song we are listening to this week. It doesn't have to do with this week's album or artist. It doesn't have to be a good song. It can be a guilty pleasure or something that we've been listening to ad nauseum this week. Surprise, 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 <laughs> surprise. <laughs> or something we want to just see what all the fuss is about. Um, it doesn't have to have a music video, but it can. So, kind sir, what are you listening to? Oh, it's lazy, but these are the two songs I'm listening to. I'm listening to <laughs> LL Cool J's Lounging, Who Do You Love? Oh. Because it features the one and only Total. Oh, I love that. I love that song. Yeah. Great song, great video. The girls show a cameo. They're, they do their part and um, love it. So I'm listening to that. Amazing. Easy breezy. Queens meets New Jersey. Love it. Of course. And I am listening to Mace, What You Want From Me, featuring Total. <laughs> oh, look at that. Yeah. So great bop. If you're in a bad mood, listen to both. High energy, fun, just vibes. Nice. Yeah, that's about it. Great music videos. Yeah. 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 As a great music videos too. That's amazing. People would hop on, on the features and vice versa, which we loved. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, they're hanging out with LL Cool J on one night and then hanging out with Mace on another night. And they had each other's numbers in their little sidekicks or whatever was the uh, the method of choice <laughs> on the, in the flip phones at that time. But, um, you know, they, they would page each other and just say, hey, I'm in town. Do you want to hang out? I don't know. I don't make the rules. They they paid each other boobs. <laughs> Again, just because. Because it's kind of like, oh, you took the time to actually spell out boobs on the pager. You you care about me because you took the time to do that. Because that wasn't something, that wasn't like a 10 second thing. Like that, that took a little while. So, you know, <laughs> you really care. <laughs> or hello. A lot of brain power. <laughs> Amazing. But I want to ask you, Crystal, so what are you listening to? I'm so glad you asked. Um, I'm not, I wasn't really prepared for that question, but I'll see if I can come up with something. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Okay. Oh, am I right? <laughs> so I had mentioned earlier uh, that one of the co-writers for a couple of the total songs was Terry Robinson, who used to be of Terry and Monica, who was also in a 90s girl group called The Girls. They had a song called If It's Games You're Playing off of their Love Me or Leave Me album. There's a video, I'll Be Sure makes a cameo. 
there's Scrabble boards involved, but this was a 90s bop that I completely had forgotten about, completely didn't register who the girls were. But when I saw this, the song and heard the video, I was like, yes, I remember that song. And it was produced by, um, by Kyle West. It had that, you know, new Jackie vibe um, that was very prevalent in, in the 90s as well. But it was, it was a 90s video, but it kind of had a little bit of an 80s feel to me. And I'm going to say it's because of like budget, because I don't think they were a big group that was a high priority back then. But, you know, the, the video was what it was. And again, I remember, I remember the song. Um, and honestly, a mantra that people should live by, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, the, uh, the hook of the song is, if it's games you're playing, I have no time for wasting. Tell me, is it just a waste of my time? Just tell me, like very clear. If you're playing games, let me know. I don't have time for this. See, but if you're playing games, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm playing games. No, <laughs> it, it's true. So yeah, yes, 100% agree. But this is very aspirational. Mm. It's like, I'm having the conversation. So it's like, I'm gonna be grown. You might not be grown, but I'm gonna make it clear that I'm asking you a question. Are you playing games? Obviously they're not gonna be like, yeah, I'm playing games, I'm a clown. Like, that's not gonna happen. But the fact that you can actually question somebody, I think is is huge. Cause a lot of times people are in relationships and they deal with the games, but they don't question the games. They just, it's just a thing they just kind of like go along. Mm. So it's, you know, it's the first step. It's the first step. Yeah. I love that it's girls, G-Y-R-L-Z. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I again, zero recollection of that name of the group yeah same. but there's at least three songs on that album that i'm like absolutely i heard that before hmm. maybe i even had it on a cassette or something like that who knows what's that cassettes are like <laughs> <laughs> little cases that you would put in a tape recorder what's that and you'd have to be very careful about keeping the the the, the tape straight Sometimes if it got out of whack, you would just kind of take the back of a pencil with the eraser and turn it around. Kids, do you know what pencils are? Do people know what pencils are? Yeah, I think so. Isn't that like what you use on your tablets? A pen, <laughs> a stylus? Ah, uh, yes. It's like that, right? I don't know that they know what the number two pencil is <laughs> these days. But anyway, I digress. It was a different time. Sometimes tape recorders would eat up your cassette tapes. And they'd be ruined. It'd be all great. They would like, it would almost be like they were actually eating the tape. And then what were you to do? You shut out a lot. You gotta get a new one. If, if, if it wasn't smooth and it was too crinkled, you would hear that in the, the song. And it would go, thank goodness for streaming nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second thing I'm listening to is a track from their second album, which was titled Kima, Keisha, and Pam. It was a Missy and Timbaland production. Um, I had forgotten about it, but I 100% love it. And it was called Trippin'. What? And you heard, you heard Missy on it, and it was definitely a bop. Of but course. But a different kind of bop. It was that Missy, Timbaland edge, and it was um, pretty fire. And uh, that's what I'm listening to. Nice. Well, I think we're cover we have to cover that second album because there are bops on that album, which I want to talk about and music videos that I want to talk about. Let's do it. 
Let's do it. Season seven. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I feel like there's so many artists, so many albums. We have to get to it eventually. Yeah. You have to. We will. We will. We have to. Oh my goodness. I love Total. I love the album. I love the ladies. Well, those ladies, not the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun, Crystal. I can't wait to talk about the next artist and album. I know, I can't wait. Yes! All right, well, I think that does it for this edition of Remember Music Videos. We want to thank everyone who gave us a listen. A huge thank you to Total for giving us something to talk about. Our theme music is by Audrey Harris Culper of Lady Socket. If you'd like to see the music videos we discussed today, you can find them on our YouTube channel playlist and Facebook. And give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok at RMV Podcast. Just a reminder that all videos might not be available online or in your territory, but that could change, so keep checking. If you have any thoughts or if you have a favorite video you'd like us to discuss, go ahead and send us an email at rememberMusicVideos at gmail.com. If you like what you heard, go ahead and click that like button, follow, subscribe, and then feel free to give us a rating. Five stars only would be great. But most importantly, remember music videos. And if you don't know, you better ask somebody. Baby! Until next time. Bye. bye. No animals were harmed during the recording of this podcast.